This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome back to the Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Ken. With me, as always, are Cody and Kyle. Hello. Hi, everyone. This is a special edition podcast. Yes. Is that what we're calling it? Special edition, Batman edition. (laughs) (laughs) The Batman edition. The The Batman. The premier Batman edition. Possibly one of the best (laughs) Batman movies we've ever seen. Am I right, Ken? We're going to dig into it in in deep... uh, Dark details. Deep dark spoiler alert details, and then so I'm going to try to then yep. I'm going to try to add in uh, my flourish to keep myself interested, not for either <laughs> of you, just because just because I'm still waiting for the credits to end. Yeah. So as we hinted, <laughs> they say we, they're still running. <laughs> as we hinted last week, Ken didn't really much appreciate the Batman's. Kyle and I loved it. Now that I finally got to see it with the rest of the world, yeah, <laughs> I thoroughly loved it. So good. Guess what, everyone? Big spoiler alert. Kyle didn't have to stay to the end of the credits. No. (laughs) So (laughs) last week's episode, I was saying to Cody and Ken that there's no way that I can't leave before like the final end credits Mm -hmm. scene because I'll have a bunch of buddies and they'll want to see it. And Cody and Ken were trying to warn me that like it's very uh, anticlimactic and not even worth waiting throughout all the credits to which I was like, doesn't matter. My friends will still want to wait and see what it is. So I'll just let them have that experience. But then one of my buddies, once the credits starts rolling, he uh, watched it. It was his second viewing, and he already saw what the end credits was. So he just motioned to everyone, was like, "Hey guys, we can leave now. Like the credit, uh, the after credit scene is completely worthless." And they were like, "Oh well, okay. I guess we'll listen to you." And I, I didn't say a word. I didn't bring up the end credit scene at all because I wanted that to be experience for them. But instead, they just were like, "Okay, I guess we'll listen." And this whole time, they probably would have listened to me, oh. and I am very upset. Yeah. Yeah, should be no you got out of it you were good to get out of it yeah apparently it was just a url for no, what it's the... just the computer the black with the green computer type and it's like because the the riddler would sometimes have a computer message there's a, a sequence where he's talking to batman over like computer old yeah, school part one. of one of his riddles and yeah um um, all questions that all he was it doing. says it's like it beeps a couple times and then the line comes out like he's typing and says goodbye okay top five batman movie villains of all time number five <laughs> arnold schwarzenegger number four tom hardy number Wait, three well, you don't even you can't you got to say what their character is no number three jack nicholson number two dan devito number one heath ledger all right continue paul dano can't be on that list as the riddler riddle me this <laughs> He doesn't even say that iconic line. That's said by somebody else. I don't yeah, even know, I know that Jim Carrey, well, who yeah. was not in the top five, because yeah. the top five Would, was so was solid. A Jim Carrey a better Riddler than this <laughs> Riddler for you? Anyone was a better Riddler for me than Paul <laughs> Dano. No, no, I have to disagree. Paul Dano was giant, awesome as the Riddler. Giant head. I really enjoyed uh, this portrayal of him, kind of being a serial killer. That was just an average man at the same time, but he was just so mm-hmm. smart and calculative that he w- was always one step ahead of uh, Batman and Gordon, despite yeah. top five Alfreds in Batman movie <laughs> history. Number five, Andy Serkis. Okay. Number four, Jeremy five. Irons. Number three, Michael Caine. Number two, Michael Goh. Number one, 
Also, Michael Go. <laughs> I was gonna say, has there actually been that many Alfreds? There have been a lot of Alfreds. I guess there's lot. been an Alfred for every Batman. And voiceover Alfreds, and there's been so many Alfreds. But yeah, yeah. Top five is the Alfred from Batman One and Batman Returns, and then he went through the highs and, and then he the also lows. he served he served two different or no sorry three different Batmans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Val Kilmer and Keaton and uh, uh, Clooney. George Clooney. So okay, yeah. the George Clooney Batman. That's the Alfred. the Alfred you're talking about. I'm okay with. I'm he's, okay with that. He was in four. He was in four. Yeah. He was Batman super movies. old in the Clooney one. No, he was. Yeah, that's why he didn't get a nod in the Clooney one. <laughs> <laughs> he was much better than the Val Kilmer one, just because I didn't feel like he was going to drop dead at any moment. Right. All Is right, he the greatest Batman character for you since he spanned three Batmans? Four Batmans. We just said four. Four. Okay. And no, four Batman movies. Batman is the greatest yeah, Batman character. But, yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Continue your okay. conversation. But no, that's that's uh, what I like it, about this story is that it was a detective story where the overarching villain had such an eerie presence that was felt throughout Gotham, no matter mm-hmm. what the circumstances were. Um, and that's what the movie was set on delivering. They were trying to make it more of a detective noir type story. Um, this Batman may not be as physical looking, but he's just menacing uh, through the mask and through the way he utilizes uh, Gotham to uh, bring out his vengeance and. I thought I thought it was really impressive and was really well done how they handled um, not only those elements but also those uh, genres and the the look of Gotham to really highlight that tone that it was setting. I think I liked the look of Gotham in this. Mm-hmm. It really had that um, gothic feel and architecture feel. Modern to it. gothic type, yeah, yeah. Which being I think filmed in Glasgow helps with that. Yeah, but sure. it still felt like a big city, but you know, more true to a different, you know, university. It felt more like a character and got mm-hmm. its point across about how horrible of a place it is than I'd say Joker did, the Joker movie from a few years ago, which mm-hmm. was really trying to have that be important throughout its story. But I would say Batman almost did it better, or the Batman almost did it better here. I did really like paul dano's character not when they like unveiled him like i said in the podcast last week i i liked it better with the mask on <laughs> i thought he was like more menacing and everything like i don't know but i i did like how you know he was one step ahead how he felt like a camaraderie with the batman and he was like leading him and using him as this tool but hoping that they would like bond at the end i just it was way more psychological like just all the elements in this in this film i guess i wasn't really expecting parallels to be happening between um batman and riddler because part of this arc and the reasons why the riddler's mission is to get rid of all the corrupted um elites of gotham whether they be gangsters or uh, just government officials and how it really ties in with like him growing up as an orphan, how Riddler grew up as an orphan versus how Bruce Wayne grew up as an orphan. I thought uh, those really came to play much more effectively than mm-hmm. I imagined it. Because right. uh, it's it's about like two court, uh, two-thirds of the way into the movie where that stuff really starts to become a fixture in the story. And mm-hmm. I was a little skeptical at first, but then once we get into the interrogation scene um, with riddler and batman and really starts to tie it all together that's where i I just was hooked with that element i was like oh okay this is fantastic agreed i like that element a lot i know that for ken and i i was a little disappointed that riddler and surprised 
that Riller didn't know who Batman was. I liked it. Really? I, I did. I mean, I liked it because it kept his anonymity and it kept him being able to be the Batman moving forward. But he was so smart, had so many things pegged. I How could you... All the villains, I think, throughout the series have always kind of figured out Bruce Wayne as Batman. Sure. Um, in some iteration. And, and so it was really surprising that this super smart character wasn't able to figure that out or didn't, you know, didn't see that. I just think in that moment, it really gives the audience another reason to hold their breath, even though yeah. this movie already was doing that so well. And it just, it, it does a really good job at playing mind tricks with the audience to where at first you're thinking, Oh, he definitely knows that Bruce Wayne's Batman. But then when you hear uh, what Riddler, what Riddler is saying about, Bruce Wayne and Batman and how he's kind of calling them different people. Then you're thinking, okay, he doesn't actually know, but that was a really clever way to, I thought he knew the whole time and he was still protecting the Batman in this until, until that's um, part where um, Batman, then like his eyes get big and he, when he realizes it, that's when I realized it. I was like, Oh, he's not protecting you know right right him at all he's just he really doesn't know and that and i think sadly that i figured it out same time batman did because of batman's reactions in that scene well i'm glad they brought that up about his reactions because that's really what i appreciate about pattinson as batman he was able to do a lot of expressing of whether it's his emotions or whether it's his thought process when it comes to like clues and that sort of thing you can Mm -hmm. see it through his facial expressions and the way that his eyes shift and i really appreciate that this movie was so trusting in particularly his acting and as well as the story as a whole to where it's not spoon feeding you exposition dubs or long drawn out over explanations about what's going on what this clue means mm-hmm. how it can how everything's supposed to connect and it really lets the audience um or it puts trust into the audience to follow along and pay attention and that's just a really good example of what i really appreciate about uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman. It was really right, a subtle. It was a subtle take on Batman, and yeah. he really directed the narrative of the scene with just his expressions. Totally. I know for Ken that, that he doesn't. Top like five that. Batman crossovers I need in my life. Number Ooh. five, The Bat and the Furious. Okay. Number four, Batman the Western. <laughs> like Number, an 1800s Batman. Correct. Okay. Number three, Batman versus Rambo. <laughs> Okay, I've, yes. <laughs> number two, Batman versus Ivan Drago. <laughs> and number one, Batman versus Predator. Ooh, that would be good. I feel like there is a comic that's like that, <laughs> Batman versus Predator. I wouldn't be shocked. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's what Ken said. After he came out of the movies, like, he's telling people there's no Predators. <laughs> there's no big knives. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in this. Oh I, there obviously was not enough um, action for an action oriented aficionado such as Ken Cruz. Sure. Stands so. to reason. So I, I do think the it made because of the lack of action, it made the scene like the chase on the um the car chase even more bigger than I think it really was because there was just such a such um a limited amount of it. It did make the scene one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie and I told you this last week was the extended cut of him uh, fighting his way through the hallway with the machine guns, just yes. illuminating that yes. whole sequence was so well done. It was so awesome to see. 
there are so many good shots in this movie and it's especially it was especially nice for me because i feel like a lot of movies nowadays don't really know how to light the films well yeah especially in like uh dark scenery so with this movie taking place you know entirely at night in the rain in the rain it does such a great job at uh still keeping like that nightmare vengeful suspense element of batman but Mm -hmm. still being able to you know see what's going on and it is and especially comes into play with you know the few action scenes that there are but to me the action scenes really hit now do you have any negative feelings like anything that you were disappointed by or any criticisms I would understand the runtime being long. I mean, I'm very biased in that this is the type of movie I was wanting, so I never felt the runtime, but I could understand other people feeling it more than I would, Mm -hmm. especially because it's a more intentionally slower-paced movie. So I'm sure they probably could have trimmed it down, and I don't need every movie to be three hours long, obviously. So I perfectly would have been fine if, you know, they did shorten up that runtime. Yeah, my name's Kyle. My biggest weakness is I have no weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> the no, runtime is I, your biggest complaint. That's not even a real complaint. No. Uh, I, li- I didn't like that it was PG-13. <laughs> I have two big complaints. Yeah, but go for One it. along the runtime issue, I felt that that opening sequence where he's doing the voiceover, he's like... I- I can't, which is a little cheesy. And I did take me a second to get into his gritty voiceovers. I that, vengeance. I think yeah. they should have chosen whether to keep it or not, because it's right. only at like the beginning of the ends. It's only a couple spots. Exactly. Like you yeah. either need to like really play into it or not. But yeah, I, agree. I did get into it after a while. But the first part I was like, oh my gosh, this is, they're totally going for that detective. The streets mm-hmm. are gritty. I can't be everywhere all at once. All I can do is be in the shadows. Like right. that whole thing. I was like, oh, okay. But that sequence where he's talking about that, how he can't be everywhere and then they show three like crime options taking place somebody robbing a bank somebody uh gonna rob a convenience store and then the hoodlums on the train right i just thought they panned to those three sequences too many times like introduce each one and then pick it and then that would have taken like maybe five ten minutes off of the yeah (laughs) off the whole sequence like there are little moments like that that Mm. you really didn't need that i think could have been trimmed yeah, um, that was my first criticism. That's the one that stands out for me. My second was in the story. It was so centered. The one clue that he kept coming up was this uh, renewal, which is this huge billion dollar grant that uh, Bruce Wayne's father implemented for his own mayoral run. And then when he was assassinated before he got to be elected mayor, all the crooks and everybody used it just to embezzle a bunch of money and stuff. So it really increased corruption big time. It did the opposite effect of what it wanted to do. Yeah. I, because that was such a huge part of the story and it was a, it was a part that was linking all of these clues together and they kept saying renewal, renewal, renewal. For me, I felt like the ending of the movie should have been him meeting with the accountants, which he had been avoiding the whole movie and taking back that fund and taking back his company as a way to be the hope of the as future. As Bruce Wayne. As Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he needed to step up into the Bruce Wayne role because part of what Riddler was getting at was the sins of the father. And he was like devastated to learn this. Well, right. do something about it. Take back. You had, you could have met with accountants and you could have taken this back at any point. Like, yeah, just like the end of Batman Begins, which we will get to in my top five Batman <laughs> okay. movies later. Right. So I, 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 yeah. I needed that. 
as a good wrap up to this story that was created. I, th- I feel like that was an element in his character progression that, that they missed out on so that they could have this extended scene of him leaving Catwoman. <laughs> was, it was sure, weird how sure. he never yeah. played Bruce Wayne in the movie. Not really. There was like only that one scene at the church where he was, quote, Bruce Wayne in anybody's eye. Uh, to me, it was a Bruce Wayne where it clearly he just doesn't want to be Bruce Wayne. Like <laughs> yeah. him being Bruce Wayne is harder than being uh, Batman. And I got to be Bruce Wayne again. I got to be <laughs> a billionaire with no responsibilities. Uh. But that's yeah. kind of really his point. He's like, oh, boo-hoo, Bruce Wayne has right. to show up to things while, you know, I'm getting eaten by rats as an orphan child. Yeah, <laughs> so and I wanted him I, to I appreciate to them going that route. That. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's coming. I, I needed him to do that in this film. In the, at the you end. wish it could have been done at the end then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Top five, non-Batman, Batman adjacent movies. Number five, Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. For, this, for reasons. There's not a good list here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, I don't have an excellent list. Here. <laughs> Should have thought this one over. Show Gotham. Number four. <laughs> well, <laughs> while Ken's uh, thinking about that, other movies, I would say the final um, act where it's the, climax and batman has to battle the other riddlers who are gonna shoot at the new mayor while the town's Mm -hmm. being flooded i did think while it was cool it was a little bit anticlimactic because we caught the riddler and so at that point it's like oh and i also did this other thing and it's like it's 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 cool like the action is cool and i love the intensity of it but i felt like uh, maybe work around it, workshop it a bit right. more, because uh, something about it just doesn't quite hit as well as I would hope for it. It's still cool, but I uh, that I could that I could agree with. Number four, to Birds of Prey. Number three, Suicide Squad one. <laughs> Number two, Suicide Squad two. Okay. Number one, The Joker. Okay. Oh, there you he, go. He got You've there. Got a list. <laughs> he got Batman there. Got I, the I could only think show. of five. <laughs> It's better than me. You said Catwoman. I was like, what else is there? But, All right. Yeah. I've only got two lists left. So okay. we have the best, the top five Batmans and top five Batman films. Okay. Well, hold on. Okay. We'll get to your lists. Oh, are you guys done yet? No, not done. Oh my God. It's like the end scene after I woke up where <laughs> there's still, where the the stadium floods and it's flooding. And then it takes a half an hour for, for Batman to pull people out of the flood. And then he sits on stop of... You know, um, the Superdome a la Hurricane Katrina and just yeah. airlifting people out. It's like, yeah, we get it. That's what you do when a city's flooded. Yes, but he finally helped the people, not just yeah. beat up the bad guys. Oh it's God. symbolism. He re- figured out he had to be a beacon of hope, not <laughs> More just than a just hand of vengeance. A beacon of hope with, with eye black on? Yeah. That's, hey, I always feel hopeful. It looked menacing. When I have, when I have the maximum amount of eye black on oh keaton had that stuff too and affleck did too right I don't no know. they didn't use eye black you saw like the around their eyes they that did was for part keaton's no i i doubt that Ken, no i just i just them. watched it last night so no i could get some way. decent no batman in my I was life like, what i mean well watching? i'm glad that you rewatched them but <sighs> i i bet they used eye makeup no i'm sure they i i'm positive there's makeup on every inch of those people mm-hmm. yeah but <laughs> not in the mask it shows the whole around like if you cannot tell any of these people are who they are like <laughs> like i'll interact with this person every day and then oh my gosh who is this person in a mask with the exact same chin and eyes and <laughs> yeah same voice and <laughs> slightly modulated voice mm-hmm. i'm just going to introduce myself to kyle in a different voice yeah. <laughs> hello kyle <laughs> It's like, who's that guy? Yeah, on the phone. Who the well, heck could this be? Well, to be fair, 
we have three gentlemen in the office and now people can't tell who they're talking to like right this is is this ken is this drew who is this right <laughs> they just don't know who they're talking to sometimes because they all sound like men on the phone so i guess you could probably modulate your voice and people would be like that sounds weird yeah, you could be Batman in person while you're saving them on a guy line while you're <laughs> <laughs> while you're swinging them to safety. At that point, you might be able to pick up between yeah. the differences. I would think <laughs> that person, especially in a lot of these movies where it's someone that they've shared an evening with, <laughs> would um, I don't know have the same tick, wear the same aftershave, something. Maybe. <laughs> Where's Beard Man at this point too? That's the other thing I wanted to ask. This if, body spray smells familiar. <laughs> if there was ever going to be a Batman with a beard, it needed to be Robert Pattinson, like with the five o'clock shadow. I would have been okay with that. <laughs> Just a full beard, and then then people don't recognize him later. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you if Ben Affleck continued, we would have seen a bearded Batman eventually. Yeah, and with uh, you know Coors Lights and his utility belt. Of course. <laughs> Still um, Boston at heart. One of my favorite characters in this was Is Penguin. That a Sam Adams? <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> was Penguin. I loved the car chase scene where he's like, I got you, I got you. And then the so car good. comes out. That is such, I like giggled during that part. I was like, yeah. No, was, he, he killed it. Yeah, it was such a good scene. And I think one reason I appreciated him so much is because I think he had more lines than Robert Pattinson. I think he spoke more words on screen in that three hours than Robert Pattinson Well, this Batman did. broods a lot, so yeah, it so makes much sense. brooding. There was barely any language for him, like. But it's all. But we know about this character through his, through his eyes, Cody. I know it's all through his eyes because <laughs> it was not through dialogue, right? I guess he had more voiceover dialogue. There wasn't a voiceover for Penguin, right. so there you go. Well, I think if you add the voiceover dialogue with his actual dialogue, he maybe came out ahead. But, just squeaked by. But Penguin was such a talker that yeah, they even made him waddle in it. That was pretty funny. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed him so much. I was so glad. And you, there was no way you could tell that it was Colin Farrell. No, I had buddies come out and they were like, wait, that was Colin Farrell? Like the, yeah. yeah, more than just the makeup, just the voice, everything. No, you correct. Just could not but my question is, it. what is the purpose? What is the purpose of having? You Colin said Farrell? anybody could have been in that pos- in that one role. HBO Max spinoff show, and yeah. two, I think it is world building to a degree because I kind of like that we were showing characters like Catwoman and Penguin who are a part of the mystery but aren't like mm-hmm. the bad guys that you have to take down at the no, end of the movie. Agree yeah. with all of that, right? Colin Farrell is known for being an Irish actor. Right. So they made him an Italian actor, or give him an Italian He's accent. Irish adjacent and then, now? Yeah, meaning that they're both countries in Europe. <laughs> and then and then they put so much makeup on him, you couldn't tell who it was. So could have been anyone you know I'm, and he's a very yeah. handsome man and it's like you didn't play up on any of his strengths but i liked that i thought he's still no but he's still a great been. actor and he still pulled off that role i'm sure farrell is fine with it too he was probably like this sounds like a blast yeah. well yeah. The, yeah the check cashes i mean he made voyagers guys that well yeah, <laughs> hey yeah we all have to <laughs> Warner Brothers one says, for the paycheck one for the art warner yeah. brothers has deeper pockets than Lionsgate. <laughs> Um, what else? What was the last few things I liked? I did like Catwoman, although she is so tiny. I I just have a hard time. If it wasn't for the moves that she did, like I just don't believe that her punch would hurt anything. Like Was that a strong breeze yeah. that just graced my face? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it was a seventy six pound cat person fighting me. Yeah. <laughs> 
I so I find I find those things a little hard to believe. But she did so good in all the other parts of being that character. Yeah, I would agree. I also particularly liked um, Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. I really liked how he worked with um, Batman and was really like well, almost was, a dynamic duo. Of wasn't sorts. he just Detective Gordon in this? Or yeah, not yeah. even Chief, not Commissioner. He was low man on the totem pole. Yeah, still well respected, but yeah, low man. On the I totem liked pole. that that dynamic too. Yeah. It was, there was clearly a partnership, but they weren't afraid to, like, tell each other how it was. Yeah. Like, there was still conflict at times. So, I liked how it's a story of a young Batman, Mm -hmm. but not an origin story of a Batman. We still, we have an established Batman, because we all know who Batman is. We don't need another origin story on it. But, unless we do the, um... 1884 <laughs> like batman there's something we might, there we might need an origin story there we top five batman that. films of all time let's do it number five batman the movie 1966 i love it number four batman returns okay number three batman begins number two the dark knight rises number one the dark knight wow dark knight rises beats out uh batman begins huh yeah, of course. Wow. Okay. I would put Batman Begins before it rises. I think oh, I've no. seen out that's, of That's that's Christopher... when Christian Bale plays Fat Man instead of yeah. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of his the... shirt off a couple of times during the movie and you're like, um, no, I don't think so. He got there. He, yeah. he yeah. to be fair, the poor guy is going skinny, fat, skinny. He yeah. he was mo- he was changing his body. Yeah, they're like be athletic and he's like, Oh fat, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so close. <laughs> So close that time. Out of all the, you know, what's crazy is I still haven't seen all the Christopher Nolan movies in their entirety. No, I can believe that, Cody. Cody, of course we can believe that. We did the AFI 100 list and you were like batting 12. (laughs) Go back to earlier episodes of this podcast and you'll hear me go, what? You haven't seen it? And now it's just old. Like, I know. The sky is blue. Cody hasn't seen Dark Knight. Water weighs eight pounds a gallon. Cody has not seen seen the movie that we're talking about. I still really enjoyed this movie more. I think it's not like I've not seen those. You can't say that. Yeah, I can. You can. You can, but it's right. not it's correct. The sky is purple. <laughs> My world. See, this game's easy. I enjoyed this Batman more. I was than a movie more. that I've never actually seen in totality. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of reactionary people that are like, "Well, now this movie has to be the best movie ever," and it's oh. like, you don't have to say that, guys. It's really nope. good, but it's not the best ever. No, I, I mean, it's definitely, like, in my top five for sure, but... It's in your top five movies of all time? No, no, I, sure? I mean Batman movies. Oh, Batman movies. Right. Well, I would hope so. I mean, there's not, like, that many of them. And some of them are very bad. <laughs> there's been stinkers. What's a stinker one? I mean... What do you mean? Batman and Robin? Actually, after rewatching it, the first, the, the Batman Robin was, like, a full-on comic book movie, short of, like, the POWs and the things spring up from batman 89 with michael keaton is they really wanted jack nicholson and they really wanted michael keaton yep and it was really a late 80s early 90s movie it is dated and it is glorious (laughs) it dated it doesn't make any sense they use the same three set pieces for the entire movie (laughs) like they keep all of the action in gotham which is the largest city in the world in Mm -hmm. the universe happens in front of a theater in this, in this movie in this two-hour movie people only get killed in front of this theater it's a which dangerous is, block which is yeah well that's the case because you turn around and you're at city hall <laughs> oh it's right is, there this is where everything happens i mean this is where bruce wayne's parents died everybody everything happens in this one square block 
and it's amazing. Mm. <sighs> Plus, Prince does the music. Come on. Yeah, that's surprising. Which, which was surprising. Like, you don't see that anymore. Like, I no, I no, knew no. that Prince did the the theme song, but I didn't realize he did the whole score and everything. Right. So looking at that, like, we had um, uh, Kendrick Lamar that did Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But oh, that doesn't right. happen that often that they just... No. Short of, like, the... I was thinking, like, the biopics, but those are still scored by someone else. And right. they fit the music in to make it work. But this was, like... That's only the second time that I can think of somebody that's like. I feel like there's another one, but I'm. It's just. It's not coming I mean, to me not, right now. It's not but a it is very, occurrence. very yeah. rare. They're like, yeah, just score this entire but movie. It's not right. done by a professional, famous, famous musician. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they, they did that. They did that a lot back then, but it's definitely much more rare these days. Um, one more question about this movie: What did you think of the kind of sort of Joker reveal? Well, I think they purposely made it ambiguous so that it, because they didn't write, come out and say Joker. Right. And then they said, riddle me this. And then, you know, they had a few things and then they had hair that looked more like Two-Face. So I feel like they made it Mm. super ambiguous so that it could have been, they weren't pigeonholed into it being a Joker. Although I think that everybody's leaning towards that. Um, But I think... I think they just left it open-ended. All you know is that there's a psychotic bad guy that this that the Riddler is gonna, perhaps going to team up with, or that might be the baddie moving around. People only think it was Joker because he said, when you're on top and then you become a clown. Yeah. But he could have been. He also said, riddle me this, which is Riddler's, <laughs> which was Riddler's but like, famous line. But that's the joke. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just making stuff up. But um, it's... They got the guy, uh, I can't say his last, I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, Barry Keo. Uh, Barry Kogan, Barry Keoghan, something yeah. like that. Um, he was in Eternals. Right. I think he's weird looking, so just personally, so I would. The one basically. time they get an uggo and it's the right casting, huh? Yeah, and I'm like, this might work. His <laughs> eyes are very close together. <laughs> yeah, um, if it is Joker, I hope that it's a few years down the line before we actually get that character another because, iteration of joker yeah i'm just ready mm-hmm. to see other characters mostly but time will pass and he'll show up as joker probably and i'll probably be over it by then i but. was kind of hoping for a two-face like a new two-face character i'm sure it could be two-face could be i don't know there's a whole bunch of characters to choose from yeah, so that, a lot yep. of choices that was kind of what i was maybe maybe it was just my hope seeing crazy two-face hair into it but but then when I watched Ken, Ken was, what, what were you watching? You were watching one of the Batmans and it was, or we watched a scene where it was um, Jim Carrey's Riddler and then Tommy Lee Jones's Two-Face comes in and the hair was so similar. I was like, oh, I hope that character is Two-Face. They brought back that wig specifically for this. That would be well, awesome. Har- Harvey Dent <laughs> in 80, I should have done the Harvey Dent list, but Harvey Dent in Batman 89 was played by Lando Calrissian. Yep. <laughs> Which is. What could have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. That probably would have been crazier than Tommy Lee Jones as yeah. Two-Face. Well, if you had a, a list of what it's, um, who, who played it in the Christopher Nolan ones, Aaron, what's his face? Aaron oh, Eckhart. 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 Yeah. yeah, if you had that list of those three guys, Billy D. Williams, Tommy Lee Jones, and Aaron Eckhart. Now, what did these characters all play? Uh, like a sheriff? Like a, a wise, a wise older character, like it was not Two Face. Castings are wild once they get to the peak of their celebrity. All right, when top, you look f- back top five Batman's. It. 
Okay. Number five, Robert Pattinson. He made the list. Okay, wow. I I will take that. Number four, Michael Keaton. Number oh. three, Adam West. Okay, I'm okay. happy. I'm fine with that. Number two, Ben Affleck. <laughs> really? I was number one, Christian Bale. Wow. <laughs> I was expecting Ben Affleck at one. Yeah, me too. But still a good list, though. I just yeah. appreciate Pattinson no, being he's the most invited. Batman, Batman of the Batmans, but Christian yeah. Bale did the best job. I could see that. Yeah. And I didn't want to put Pattinson on the list, but I was not going to put George Clooney on the list. <laughs> what about Val Kilmer? I was not going to put Val yeah. Kilmer on the list. Boy, you really could have. <laughs> see, Final I, twist of the knife. When you say Batmans, th- I, my mind still goes to Clooney and Val Kilmer. Like those for some reason, because what? maybe because maybe those you are the Batmans of my childhood. Yeah. Those the are only, the ones. The only one film Batmans? Yeah. It's like, I immediately go, oh, greatest presence of all time. I'll take one-term presidents when for you $500. Say, <laughs> when you say Michael what? Keaton, I think of the Penguin character, Danny DeVito's Penguin. That somehow that character stuck with me. Well, he I mean, made, definitely made Michael Keaton look taller. Yeah. Which was a nice thing. It helps when your villain the, is four foot ten. Hey, and it all was the big one penguins the... waddling out that are like bombs and stuff. Batman I... Returns is a wild movie, and it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of the few Tim Burton movies I actually like just because... It's not bad, bad at all, but it still is awesome for some reason. No, you can tell Tim Burton was really going through like a dominatrix phase at that point in his life. He's like, this is a new thing. At, at that this. point of his life? More like all of his life. <laughs> well, you would think so, but they never, you know, tied up anybody in Pirates of the Caribbean or... <laughs> right. What did he do a Pirates movie? I thought uh, he was a producer. I oh, was I thing. mean, probably. But he never, he never did it. Like Alice in Wonderland didn't have these weird... <laughs> No, I this suppose I suppose not. I'll no. give you that then. Willy Wonka never put somebody in a leather cat suit. No, but he put There's somebody in that scenes. weird dentist headgear thing that was creepy. <laughs> you haven't seen the Dark Knight, but you saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like how they Oof. had the Oof Oompa right. Loompa was the same car- guy just multiplied. I like how the yeah. Oompa well, Loompas of the original Willy Wonka I were think all individual. I think it's only fitting that since <laughs> You failed at projecting that Batman was going to make more than $100 million. Yeah. That Kyle select a Batman film for you to watch. Mm, Should I make it the Dark Knight? No. I don't want to. Because I can't do like. Makes me sad. I can't do like. I can't do like Batman and Robin because, you know, she already grew up with it. She likes it. Because I'll talk through it because I know every one of Arnold's one liners. That's true. What if I did? Your heart will freeze. What if I did '60s Batman? Do you think she'd go for it? Yeah, with Caesar oh, Romero, that would be fun. All right, I'll choose that one. Oh, you know I hate old movies. You're you're lucky that I'm not choosing the Dark Knight. Thank you. Though, so. Don't traumatize me with Dark Knight. Just wait until right. the helicopter scene with the shark repellent. Oh, cinema, it's peak cinema, and it's awesome. Okay. There is so little distance in in filmmaking between. Batman 66 and Batman 89. It's right. like very close to the same movie. <laughs> and then you go from Dark Knight Rises to this newest Batman. You're like, this is not the same sport we're playing here. This is an entirely different thing. Yeah. I mean, there's no ticking clock. There's no... <laughs> uh, the, the history is fantastic with Batman, that's for sure. Yeah, it's one of the most American things we have. Yeah. Do you think it's the character that's being re-envisioned the most in cinema? Ooh. Um, I think so. I guess. You would think so. I mean, it's always whenever somebody 
who's who's going to don the cowl next? Like it's right. it's a whole thing. Right. I mean, they're not. You can't replace, even though they're they'll try. Besides, maybe U.S. president character, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. I mean, they try to reboot these things yeah. and change the change yeah. the main characters. I mean, we've got Batman. We got Rocky, U.S. president. Yeah, Rocky with Creed. I mean, they've they've tried right. to do this. It it's not the it's not the same thing. I mean, but Batman's are always like, right. I think the awareness numbers. What we're about seeing shows that Batman is still extremely prominent we don't have any marvel films that i think compare they no. all are on their first iterations really like the first major iterations i know there was like an old campy captain america movie and mm. but ryan iron man's only <laughs> ever closest? been in my book robert downey jr the closest one is the incredible hulk yeah because <laughs> there's yeah. been, there's been multiple hulks <laughs> incredible hulks <laughs> I mean, I, w- I would also think James Bond would be like the most, but I'm not sure if you're talking about like American but characters no, or just yeah. characters in general. James Bond is probably been way more in James cinema, Bond. In cinema, then films. I would say James Bond. Yeah. We should count. We should do it. There's way more James Bond there's films. There's 25 James Bond films. And there's probably been like, but what? There's not seven? been 25 James Bonds. No, there's probably been like, what, seven, eight? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Correct. And Batman's just been like in theatrical releases. Uh, four or five yeah there's not there's not a ton right. yeah but james bond has also been around like there was batman in 66 and then it went to 89 it was almost yeah. it was two four right no one later was, yeah no one was making they were those cranking movies. out james bonds every 18 months back in the day <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> there's so many james bond movies that's crazy yeah so i would say that's probably the one that trumps it but batman might not be too far behind that's weird to think that there's something that spans so long in cinema history that is so different. And maybe even if you look back, you could see it resemble the, the times that it comes out in, you know, Cody, oh, would you rather changed. be James Bond or Batman? Oh, um, <laughs> Batman. Her decisiveness. She said, she said, Oh, I know this answer. <laughs> and she's like, um, <laughs> no. Oh, like, Oh, it's a good question. Um, let me think about that batman because i would be a billionaire and i would get cool gadgets and there is like an artillery of other characters where james bond's more of like a spy on his own and i like the idea that i have more support and i would be a billionaire i would like that (laughs) i would like that the money yeah and okay i will say james bond's manor house in this movie because it looked like a gothic cathedral was so much better like i really want his house from this last movie oh my god too that may assuage me. Ken's like, I regret this question. Next up on cinematic interior design. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a whole podcast topic. How, what cinema houses do I want to live in? Well, we're taking next week off, guys, mm-hmm. for spring break here. Yeah, we're going to be out in the desert, getting out of the snow for spring break. Have fun. It literally snowed today. It snowed today, people. I'm just, I need a break. But we'll I get see, it. We'll see you back the last Friday of March. Just in yeah. time for Lost City. Oh my gosh, I'm very excited for Lost City. We're going to go to an early show. Nice. We're going to get adult beverages, sneak them into the movie, <laughs> and we're going to go because they don't serve them here. Which is a real shame. Real shame. Oh All right. Uh, get us out of here, Kyle. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode. We will see, or not see you guys, but you will be hearing us in two weeks. Uh, so please just like and subscribe to our uh podcast uh channels on facebook and instagram and also make sure to subscribe to us on all podcast platforms 
Oh, and if you want to, let us know in the comments what you thought about Batman, because this was really fun, and it was weird to have Ken hate something that I liked. So let us know your thoughts on it. Okay, I'm switching. Christian Bale, number two. Ben Affleck, number one. I knew it! it. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye.